We're We're Future future Teens, and you're you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andras Jones. Welcome to Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. We're here in the studio, tempting fate. Putting questions. To the songs which we randomly select with the help from our friends. Now it's time for Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. It's time for the Radio 8 Ball Show. Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, and for seven musical divinations, we've been hanging in the basement with Laura Jean Anderson. Here I am. You can just call her LJ. Call me LJ. You see her walking along the street? Call her LJ. Hmm. She'll say, did you hear me on Radio 8 Ball? I don't know. Is that what you'll say? I think that's what I'll say. I'll say, yeah. how'd you know my name is LJ? <laughs> I was listening to that synchronicity podcast you did. So, uh, so you have, have, you, have you had a good time? I have, yeah. Thank you for having me. Well, we're, I'm, we're not done. <laughs> we're not done yet. It's your turn to gaze turn. into the <laughs> oracle of your own music. So, uh, we, we had you write a question at the beginning. We're going to unveil that in a moment. But first... What is the answer to this question? The song that's going to be the answer is... Lonesome No More. Lonesome No More. You wrote down Lonesome. People do this a lot of times. They'll give me their set list, (laughs) the way they write it for a set list, and then it's all just one word, when in fact there's five words in a song. So Lonesome No More. Yes. No N-O, not K-N-O-W. Exactly. Because once you're lonesome, you do know more. You do know more once you're lonesome, but this is... Being lonesome no more. Okay, got mm. it. Okay, so now, do you, now don't tell us what the question is, but do you feel like this is a good answer to your question? Oh. We'll okay, see. that's great. I we'll love that. See. Perfect answer. Oh, <laughs> oh my. Yes, I. Oh, well. Okay, paper fetishists, gather around. There it is, the question, and actually, Laura Jean, why don't you read it for us? So the question I asked is, what can I do to ground myself to be the most authentic and honest self at all times? What Can you read that one more time? So yes. What can you do? What can I do to ground myself to be the most authentic and honest version of myself at all times? Wow. Look, at, that's a good question for the Earth Witch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So now let's hear the answer. Hey 
must be nights wrong and right lying by my side. So if you stay, I hope you know I ain't lonesome no more. Well, I know I'm hasty, but time is. And that was song number seven, the last song on the list, Lonesome No More. The answer to Laura Jean's own question, how could she ground herself <laughs> to be... Say it again. Uh, it's a question of how, how can you ground yourself to be the most authentic, authentic and honest, honest version honest of person. yourself. Who am I? To, like, so that goes back sort of like to the that idea, who am I to you? Sort of the... Yeah. I, f- I feel often that, that like, life can make you feel very like I get very flut flustered you know where uh ungrounded and and I I often live in a way that maybe is kind of brutally honest but sometimes your your actions slip by and you're not you don't really feel grounded in that place of of like of of really being your what your true self would be and not compromising that and so I always wonder like how to what are ways to 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 ground yourself to really feel that because if you really feel that that authentic honest self you're not you can navigate in the world you're not second guessing you're not 
you're not mm-hmm. fooling anybody. Right. But that song, Lonesome No More, is actually, if you caught the lyrics, is a is a person in denial about being lonesome. <laughs> so maybe it's not the best really? answer. Wait, wait a second. How how do you mean that they're in denial? So the song is uh it's like I spent days in a haze crying over you, babe. These, these days are gone. You know, I'm not lonesome. You're trying to convince somebody. At the end of the song, you go, please don't go. I'm not lonesome anymore. And so it's throughout the whole song, you're trying to convince somebody that that you really aren't over, that you're not lonesome, so you can take me back. Like, I'm not just like, you know, drinking a bottle of gin, being crying over you in the middle of my – that's not what's actually happening. I'm not lonesome. I'm over this. So, like, you can come back and I'm not going to care and it's going to be fine. But in reality, by the end of the song, you're begging them. So it's that kind of denial of this person's actually lonesome. Well, it it reminds me (laughs) of, like, those – the stories of the the person who seeks out the Zen master. They say, I want to – I want you to teach me enlightenment. Mm. Like, Mm -hmm. well, who is the – who is the person asking me the question? You know, the, the Zen master asks. And then you're like, I, well, I, uh, I don't know. I am. Well, mm-hmm. who are you? Okay. And then it's, so mm-hmm. it's, it, to me, it's that idea. It's like, how can I be the most authentic of pers- version of myself? Well, for who? Yeah. For, for someone else? For, mm-hmm. so that you can seem authentic? Mm-hmm. So the and and what is the value? You know, like what does being authentic really mean? Yeah. And so when I think about this song, first of all, there's the. You say the person is lying about not being lonesome. Totally. But the writer is recognizing the dynamic of the absurdity of someone saying they're not lonesome when in fact they are, and they're using it as a sort of a ploy. So there's a certain, not even a ploy, but they're using that, they're trying to communicate to someone else that they're not lonesome because mm-hmm. they don't want to be lonesome. Yeah. And even though the character in the song is, quote, dumb, ignorant of this dynamic, or the absurdity of the dynamic, the writer in the song is wise to the to mm. the absurdity of it yeah so and it's like that thing again like who wants to be enlightened like who Mm -hmm. are am i the person looking at myself and judging this or Mm -hmm. am i the person who i'm looking at and Mm -hmm. judging that person's behavior on the way towards like one of the things like i always i have a problem with the idea of like there true there are hypocrites in the world but a lot of times we call someone a hypocrite because they are one way and they want to be a different way and they're trying to become a different way, but they mm. haven't got there yet. Mm. And on the way to being that different way, you're a hypocrite. You're someone who's like, <laughs> I want to be a vegetarian, but sometimes I eat meat. Oh, yeah. you're a hypocrite. No, don't shame the person who no, is just halfway there. Let <laughs> Seven days, five days out of the week, you're a vegetarian. Good for you. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, the, and, and so... That idea of like, how can I, how, and again, ground, what does grounding mean? Yeah. Grounding, like what does grounding mean for you? I view it in, is like listening to myself, really. It, and it, a lot of it is just, I think often like we know ourselves more than we allow for that. So when I think grounded, I think of feeling confident in just, in what I know, actually know in my gut 
are the right choices, are the right ways of living my life. I am, and I think this is a lot of other writers can can agree with this, mm-hmm. but I often know what's right for me and choose to not do that. Right. And then I just get mad at myself. So, you know, it's like, I know what makes me feel good. And then I just like self, you know, you like in a self-deprecating manic moment are going to do what's not right for yourself. And um, so I'm always aware of that. And, and I think a lot about that with songwriting actually is when I feel very grounded to my true emotions, I write the songs that mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Like I'll probably most of these songs today were written in a place of that. And I write, you know, five to 10 songs a week. Like I'm, I'm constantly writing and writing and writing and writing. And I know I won't, all the songs that even if maybe they're fine songs, like I'll, I will scrap them because if I don't feel like I'm grounded in that place, honest with myself, knowing that whatever I'm about to write, whatever I'm about to put into the world needs to feel like I connect to it. And and a lot of people could say that's a very like selfish thing, but I'm sure it is. But I view it as like, the world is full of people trying to speak for other people, and the only person I can speak for is myself. So I would hope to to be as authentic to that right. as I can. So I guess in like the Zen master, like yeah, it is me. Like it's it's my deepest, most honest self. Right. Which, well, it, it, which I guess is very lonesome. <laughs> well, but there's that idea of lonesome, not lonely. Yeah. Alone, not lonely. Like yeah. That so when you so what the song makes me think of is the idea of what can I do to ground myself in my most authentic mm-hmm. expression is to to be to find the that place of being alone without loneliness yes. to be in solid to like know where that place of solitude is where it's just that is just you. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about Terrence McKenna earlier mm-hmm. and. Before I went to Ojai with my band mm-hmm. to take mushrooms in our van, which got <laughs> it was crazy. It snowed there, and we got snowed in. in. Ojai, it was really <laughs> oh weird. My God. Uh, but before I was listening to KPFK in LA and a great station, I highly recommend mm. check it out if you don't listen to it. And they had Terrence McKenna on, and he was wow. there live talking about what year was mushrooms. This? this would have been. 1990, 1990, wow. 1991. Um, and I called in. I was like, hey, I'm going to be doing mushrooms for the first time. What's your advice? And his advice was get a large dose and do it alone in a dark room. No way. Yes. For real? Yeah, because basically he, he's saying that it's not like it's about going going deep in it's not like a fun going out and play and we didn't do that we went out and walked around and like looked at the snow oh and God, i love that you had a conversation <laughs> with terrence mckenna that's just like a crazy <laughs> but i th- but it, but it made me think about i'm not just bragging about my conversation with terrence mckenna it makes me think about this song about that idea of what can you do to ground yourself to find your to find your most authentic nature it doesn't necessarily mean taking a bunch of mushrooms and being alone in a dark room but in a way isn't that what this song is about like mm-hmm. take the mushrooms out to be in a, a heightened place mm-hmm. a heightened emotional place the kind of a place that might unground you 
right? And to be able to ground yourself in just mm -hmm. yourself. Like it's like that when they talk about like great like great athletes, they can get into the zone. There can be a you know fifty thousand people all mm -hmm. screaming, and they can just go, and it's just them and their task. Totally. That space. And so I know the song is about a person who's in some sort of trauma, but what I hear in it is that sense of the the strength of loneliness. Mm -hmm. Like that is what can ground you, right? Mm -hmm. No distractions. Close all the doors. Mm -hmm. Shut off everyone's voices and all the judgings and all the other things. Yeah. Who who are you really in this moment? Who who is the person standing here mm -hmm. who wants to ground? Who is at, who wants to who is it that wants to ground? Yeah. Right? For me, I just I've uh when I think of grounding, I I was with a a woman who was really smart in this area. And she would just always, it was, for her, it was all about the breath. You know, breathe literally into the ground, breathing from mm -hmm. the top of your head into the ground mm -hmm. and then, you know, basically giving mm -hmm. it, taking from the earth, bring it for, up from the earth and giving it to the sky and bring it down from the sky and down to the earth. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyone, you know, it could be playing guitar, it could be eating a meal, it could be crying with a friend, it could be in you know, any one of these things. But the song does make me think that it's all about solitude. Mm. So... That's what Maybe I get. That's what it is. <laughs> that's what I get. 2019, a time of finding <laughs> aloneness without loneliness. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, uh, I, I happen to be an incredibly lonely person. I, spend all, I pretty much spend all my time alone in my apartment, and mm -hmm. my only social activity really is doing Radio 8 Ball shows. <laughs> And so I need these. I absolutely, mm -hmm. and this has been great to spend four hours getting to hang out. Like even, I think even if I, like for people when I'm social, like you don't get to hang out with people like this mm -hmm. in any other circumstances. And yeah. that's why I love it. I always feel like surface conversations, you can never get, you can never really get deep enough mm -hmm. for it to feel comfortable. And so I really appreciate your being willing to go into some, we got <laughs> into some light, some dark territory yeah. and some, you know, your, your your songs have been phenomenal. Your friends you. have been super cool. I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of... I, in the, I can see the time in the future where I'll be looking back on the show and being like, oh, she was on it, he was on it, and he was on it, and she was on it. Oh, my God. So I'm looking forward to seeing your trajectory, Laura Jean. Thank you. What's up next for you? This is going to be coming out in mid late february nice anything going on in the spring for you yeah i'm actually in mid-february i'll be in new york with daniel one of the first callers uh doing a daniel show alexander jones exactly i'll be there doing a show at a place called joe's pub joe mama jones joe at mama joe's jones at joe's and and then and I, I i often play out there so i'll probably be playing a show on my own and then i'm doing a little tour um, supporting a Seattle band called The Dip, and they are The Dip. The Dip, and that is late March. So I'll be doing Belling. We're actually skipping through Seattle, but it'll be Bellingham, Bend, Vancouver. And then we have like SF. Vancouver, Washington. No, Vancouver, BC. You're going from Bellingham to Bend to Vancouver. No, that's not that's not the route. Okay, that's yeah, a I weird route. Yeah, I think we start in. <laughs> I think it, it goes from north to south, but. And then we have like a bunch of Cal we have San Francisco, San Diego, Los Angeles, and then we're Phoenix. Are you gonna play Olympia? No. Don't they know that you have like this crazy draw? They should play in Olympia. <laughs> they're gonna they'll get they'll play in front of a hundred more people than they 
I know. I'm I'm hoping to come back soon though to Olympia and and do a do a show maybe with a band next time because it's a little more rocking. Rocking and rolling. You, what's your what's your outfit? How many pieces? Um, we for the past couple years I've done it's been a four piece, so it's uh, drums, bass, me on guitar, and then often like the the fourth member is keys, sample pad, and guitar. Sometimes we just have a keys player. So you can just switch back and like you'll play piano mm-hmm. and then don't yeah. go to the guitar. But we might do. We've been working out a three piece, so it's a little easier to travel. Easier with to piece. travel with three. Um, yeah. It's not as a. It's not as fun for me. It's it's the same for the drummer and the bass player, but for me it just means I can't have songs where I am off the guitar and running around the stage and being a fool. And do, the, <laughs> do your bass player and uh, drummer sing? They do, yeah. Okay, that's nice. You mm-hmm. get some harmonies there. Yeah. Cool. And your record right now, you were that you were he- selling your LP mm-hmm. at the show. What's the name of the record? It's called Lonesome No More. Lonesome so that, No More. We yeah. end so we end on the title track. Yeah, and on the title track. That's sweet. So, yep, that's the record. Mm. Well, just great, great work. Thank I'm you. I'm really happy you were here. Thanks for having me. Give me a moment here. I'm just going to do some thank yous to some of the people who mm-hmm. make this happen. I want to thank the folks at Starburns Industries for continuing to put this put these podcasts out to the world to allow us to put that It's a Good Show at the beginning of our podcasts. I want to thank Skylar Blake for... Holding down the the uh, engineering duties and for providing this beautiful space, this this uh, graveyard adjacent basement is a wonderful place to hang out. And I want to thank all of your guests, all of the people who uh, who either were on the phone or came came down to the basement. It was wonderful to have them here. I want to thank all of you who are listening in the realm of synchronicity. It's your there's a a loop here. You'll you may have figured it out that there are even though. Like, we don't even know the meaning of the show as well as you do, because by the time it comes out, a lot of these things that we're asking about, we're all, there, and the answers are already going to be in some way self-evident. And then you're going to be able to figure out how it syncs with your time, your own time flow. And it's, it's really, I still haven't quite figured it out philosophically how it all works, but I do believe that your attention, even in the future when it's taking place, has had an effect on what we're doing here. Terrence McKenna would help us, would be able to help <laughs> us figure out how that works. And I guess, uh, yeah. And then finally, we're back to Laura Jean. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad that I got to know you. And I am looking forward to hearing many more years of great music from you and seeing, you know, anytime you have a new record, you want to come back and we do this again, we can do it again. Awesome. Maybe in L.A. sometime. Yeah. Maybe with the band. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe with oh. Joe Mama Jones. There you go. Or Joey from the neighborhood. All the people. All the people. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, great. Thank you very much. Thank you. And until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's a good show!